Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome. Welcome to the Haunted Estate. And we are live. Funky Town. Hi, Robin. It is me, Selena, and Adam and Taylor. And I just want to say a huge thank you for the past couple of years working with us on this podcast. Um, I'm sure you've heard from Frankie that this is when I say the end. I just I, I mean more of a hiatus. I don't know what the future holds for the haunted estate. I just know that you've probably been able to tell it just hasn't really made sense with my life, and we just haven't really had the time to to sit down and like really podcast. The thing, I think the whole truth is if I'm going to create something, I want to, I want to put all of my all into it and I just don't have the time. And and I feel like the Honda state has just evolved into this casual thing. And I want it to be like a beautiful, dark masterpiece. And if that means taking a year off and, and, you know, seeing where we are in a year and then reestablishing as like some big, beautiful thing, I think that would be a lot better. But as for where my life is right now, I just, if it's not going to be amazing, I don't want it to linger around and, and it be half as, you know, and that's on our part. You're amazing. That's just on that's on me. So I just want to say thank you very much for Thanks, all the Robin. time. It's been wonderful working with you. Yeah. You've been a pleasure in this industry. Absolutely. Like, and I mean that. I mean, if I could work with you and multiple versions of you in multiple places, that would make our life awesome. That's how much we, we do appreciate what you did and okay. what you do do. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get started on this. The last episode so far of The Haunted State. Don't say last. Hiatus. Hiatus. I want to come back, but I want to make it something. Yeah. So I have a feeling we're going to edit this part into the podcast. So let's catch the listeners up on what's actually happening. Okay. <clears throat> Should we just start from the beginning? Just start it? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, maybe even if Robin's okay, the, we can let everybody listen to her message because we want everybody to know how awesome she is. Yeah. Too. I would love that. I would love that. But welcome back. To the haunted estate, everybody. Yes, everyone, welcome back to the haunted estate. I know that it has been, it's been a moment. The episodes have definitely been cut down and cut down. And I think that we're here today with a little bit of an announcement. Some sad news, but good news news also. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, likely, maybe not every single one of you, but most of our listeners on the haunted estate are followers of Selena on her her main YouTube channel, her Mm -hmm. TikTok, everything else she does. And that is becoming bigger and bigger all the time. And we feel like we're spreading around sprinkles of the work we're doing 
on a bunch of things and we want to concentrate on a few and make them amazing for you guys. Yes. So I love the Haunted Estate. It's something that I started in 2014 just nine years ago. This is Crazy. this is before I wrote a book. This is before I was ever on social media. It was before anything. I had an absolute love for the paranormal. And after I kind of got scared out of the industry over some crazy demonic stuff. This is how I decided to stay close to the paranormal world without having to like completely immerse myself in it. And it's definitely evolved into like 1200 different things. But the one thing that I've let slip is this podcast. And it's crazy because I know some of my biggest OG fans are here. But as I said to our editor earlier, I feel like I don't want to put things out in the world if they aren't exactly what I want and if they're not amazing. And I don't want to just sprinkle little pieces of myself. I want to I want to give you my all. And I feel like the haunted estate has become it's not like it's a burden, but it does take a lot to get together what we want to say. And I want to create these beautiful episodes, but that takes a lot of time. And luckily, where I am in my life right now, I just don't have the time to <laughs> Sorry. Was that you? <laughs> yeah, that was me. I don't have time to create something that I think you guys were really going to enjoy. And, and I look at this and I, I feel bad when I put it out because I'm like, it could be so much more. So when I say that this is the last episode of The Haunted Estate, I don't mean like final and done, it's over, but it will be for a while. I think the idea kind of here is I'm going to take a break and I'm going to pull away and, you know, maybe it's a year. Maybe it's two years, maybe it's three years, maybe it's five. And when you say take a break, like that means just the podcast. Yes, and just the podcast. You guys are going to see an improvement mm -hmm. in the YouTube content on the main channel. And we will be mentioning you over there and not forgetting about you because yes. like Selena said, you are a lot of the OGs and we totally respect the podcast community. It's super special. It's super close to us. And it's uh, you guys are close with each other in the comments, and it's really cool how much you do interact and talk. And, you know, the React videos are, you know, going to be better, and, like, the YouTube content's going to be better. Yeah, I want to I move away from Reacts and do some really cool stuff. Like, Taylor, I was just about to tell him what him and I are going to be doing, and yes. Adam was like, wait, wait for the podcast, wait for the podcast. Yeah. Uh-oh. So, Taylor, you and I are going to be... <laughs> Spit it out. Trapped in my haunted forest for a night. A night at minimum. <laughs> yeah, like a night, a week. I haven't decided yet. Taylor's oh, going to give 48 us. 48 hours maybe. Yeah, we're just, Adam's going to literally give us what we need to survive. We're going to have to build a tent. We're going to have to, <sighs> and we're going to stay outside of that scary ass shack with that growling animal. And we're going to have to like survive in the forest. We're going to give you forest. challenges like every three hours you have to try and contact a ghost or use like ghost equipment. So we're going to scare wow. the shit out of ourselves in so the forest. Like, yeah, and you're you stuck down? there. If you don't make it out, if you want to come out early, there's going to be some kind of penalty. I'll like take you, it. Like you have to go <laughs> into public and embarrass yourselves or something. Oh, <laughs> will you <Darn>. Will you stay <laughs> in the haunted forest with me? Yes, with one request. Okay. Can there be goldfish? Oh, yeah, you we'll bring goldfish. Bring okay, goldfish. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> as long as <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just picture Taylor at 3 I'm just be like. <laughs> oh, you mean the crackers. I thought you wanted a pet goldfish in a bowl. I was legitimately going to get you a pet goldfish and a little thing of food and water, and you could have them in the tent. And then we get freaked out and he spills, and then, we're, then we can't find more water, and then it's our fault that Goldie died. 
I'll then bring we can you cook back. Them. I'll bring you back up water. Oh, bro, are we gonna have to like create a fire and actually cook on it? Well, I mean, no. You can just bring beef jerky. Let's keep it simple. And you can beef my jerky. Oh, buddy. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> but no, the, the truth is, guys, is I want to put so much into the YouTube channel, and you know, we finally just hit two million subscribers, which is Ooh. bananas. But the truth is, there's so much that I want to do, and I've spread myself very thin. So slowly, I've been, I've been eliminating a lot of things um, from my life. But one thing we're gonna do is, I, I think it is on. Is it on sale right now? The haunted estate merch. It's on sale yeah. at SelenaSpookyBoo.com. Yeah. So, SelenaSpookyBoo.com. Get your Haunted Estate merch. <laughs> this is literally going to be the last run of it. It's a really cool shirt. That's, I even, like, awesome. it doesn't even have to be podcast. Just, like, this sick photo of me with, like, with this creepy book. And it says The Haunted Estate. So, like, it's good all the time. But it's it's crazy. We have over 200 episodes of this podcast, eh? Yeah. Wild. Yeah, it's fucked. Wildness. You know, actually, you guys talk for a second. I want to pull up the very first episode. I want to hear what I sound like. Okay. Okay. <laughs> pull that up. Taylor. What do you need to survive in the forest? Do you have any essentials other than goldfish? Um, trying, I've never been in this situation before. So. <laughs> you ever went camping? Long time ago. Yeah, like young. Yeah, and okay. like in tents or over, an RV. No, or? like when um, it was tents. Okay, I thought you meant was it intense? Oh, I mean, technically it intense, was. Intense, yeah. I mean, for you, it was intense because you were young. And you're like, what are we going to do? We got nowhere to sleep. Oh, we built this little tent thing. Mm -hmm. huh. But it was one of those things where, like, they overpacked everything. So, like, you had everything. Oh, yeah. You were, lux you were like, glamping. glamping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, this is not going to be glamping. Oh. No. We're going to be um, on, like, You get a tent and a sleeping bag and food and water. Some pop if you want pop, I guess. He loves his Coke. Yeah. We're gonna like the pop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Coca-Cola. Yeah. Put a yeah. dash and an Ola on there and you're good. Jesus. What? <laughs> okay, so guys, um, I want to take you back to the very first time that I started recording The Haunted Estate. Um, I was convinced that I needed a sound booth. And what I had done. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you sitting in that. I had Adam's really shitty, like, remember that, like, white Mac laptop? Yeah. Like, it barely, like, if anyone looked at it now, they wouldn't even know what it is. And I sat on the floor They're of it. like an inch and a half thick. Yeah, I sat on the floor. Then it was it was two feet by two feet or three feet by three feet, the smallest closet ever. Tiny closet. And I was convinced that the the clothes that hung above me were going to be soundproof enough. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> we're going to, I'm sad, <laughs> was going to be soundproof enough. So I sat on this floor and I mapped this all out. So when you listen to this, I found like royalty free stuff on YouTube and downloaded it. But this was all created by little tiny Selena on her floor. But listen to this. <laughs> Hello, I am your host. Oh, it's on. It's on. Oh my it's gosh. I was like, what's happening? Hold on. Hold on. We got it on 1.5 times. What's it usually on? One. One. Okay. Is, is standard, yes. Hold on. <laughs> was that Hello, you? You did that, right? I am right? your host, Selena Myers. I am a home reader and paranormal enthusiast, and I fell in love with podcasts like Lex Wall's Anything Ghost Listen and to your voice. Stories Whoa. Online Bro, with Tony and Jenny Bruski. And I think that maybe did you grow some vocal cords? I think I did. <laughs> one more podcast like this. I'm gonna zoom in for a minute. The Mystic Bookshop. That is what it is called in the did book you just zoom that I have picked up podcast? and I have been reading. Crazy. <laughs> but like to hear my voice. Like, did you just zoom in to a podcast? What yeah. did you just do there? Yeah, I fast forwarded to see you my voice. fast forwarded. You did in. not zoom in. Did I say zoom in? You said zoom in. Let's zoom in to the middle. I'm going to zoom in here. That makes sense, Like what are you zooming it? into here, Selena? <laughs> Does that the make name sense? of the podcast? But like shit, like 
the way that it's evolved. So you heard that, like that was crazy. So let's like fast forward to the next year. Let's just yeah, let's go just, year by year. Yeah. So here's let's go into 2016 here. Skip to year. I'm genuinely excited. Hello. Welcome. Is that the one Jesse did? Yes. Hello and welcome back, my friend. It's such a nice, nice day. You sound a it's little more cold. like Selena here. I was just thinking. No, it's so weird. Okay. You sound so different a year later. I know. Okay, what let's hear. What did you do? I think I hit puberty. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's do 2017. How old were you in 2014? That doesn't matter. This is the new intro that I had for 2017. Hello, beautiful people. I hope you're having a great start to your week. I hope that you have enjoyed. Okay, yeah, that was brutal. Now let's jump into 2018. I'm so tickled by this. We're going to get copyrighted. Welcome to the Haunted Estates, the ultimate paranormal podcast with your host, Selena Myers. From ghost stories and haunted history to the darkest sides of our reality, we hope you enjoy that. your stay yep. on the haunted estate. But don't get too comfortable. Our ghosts haunt more than just these hallways. <laughs> oh, that's Hello, my wonderful friends. I hope that you are having a spectacular day. And not me. You, like, you, you used to talk these podcasts in like an erotic novel voice, eh? Hi, everyone. And welcome back to the haunted. Like estate. Valley Girl meets Haunted Girl meets erotic novel meets fucking story time. Today we're gonna talk to a ghost that haunts my vagina. Oh, oh, <laughs> you no, have you didn't a, like it? a pocket pussy going on there. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> it's uh, a pocket ghost pussy. Thank uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, though, your intro now is probably my favorite. Mm. Yeah, like when I first started listening to your podcast, classic. I was just like hard while driving. <laughs> Can I be honest? Yeah. Can I? I don't know what it is. Welcome. To Welcome. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, that was really, like short and sweet. Get the fuck to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I missed the podcast, but here's the thing. It was great when I had time. It was really great. Mm. Well, and it I was put your so much first like toe dipping into the waters of like this world, social media, podcasting. Yeah. Like you had what? Like a hundred followers back then uh, like, for the podcast. Seven. seven yeah. <laughs> Seven people, and I was like, I love them all, and yeah. I'm gonna create magic for them. <laughs> but no, like the truth is, like I think it'd be really cool in the future, podcast wise. Like maybe it won't be a podcast, but like I want to travel and talk to like famous people about their ghost stories. Like go find Kesha, yeah. and like sit there and do one and post the video on YouTube. So it's not like the haunted state is dead. I feel like it's, it's gonna, gonna float around. Yeah, into it's something else. It's not gonna it's be ready. set on a schedule. You know what I mean? It's not gonna yeah. be like okay, every day at this. It's gonna happen. It's gonna be more visually Maybe we'll appealing. Prepare for it over the next year and do those things and try and talk to those people when we're in places near them. Yes, and start gathering those episodes and then yeah. we'll release it all when it's ready and can be well polished. Yeah, like with these, like I panic. I'm like, okay, it has to be like 40 minutes, 50 minutes. Like we have to, and then I'm stretching it. And there's so many things I want to do. I want to like create an immersive podcast. Like I feel like it'd be cooler to come up with a series that's a story that I wrote and it's an eight episode series where it's just like this immersive That's experience. That's a brilliant way for us to do this. Yeah, I think that'd be and, cool. And it can be pre-recorded. Comes and, out in and seasons. Like a quality studio. We can like do the, yeah. the Dolby thing, the sounds. Because mm -hmm. like that's the thing. Again, I, I recently went 
to Toronto and I spent a week in a recording studio for another project I can't talk about yet. But um, you're gonna love it. You're gonna fucking love. You're gonna love the shit out of it. Yeah. Like anyone who Super watched this, cool. <laughs> yeah, Taylor, Taylor and I were in the sound booth and he had to do a licking noise. And what did it sound like? And I'm like, just I can't do it. I'm just so wet. <laughs> but guys, like I created something and it's it's it actually is. I can't say who, what can I say? Can I say anything? I don't know. It's I just not, yeah. Okay. Well, it's an amazing project you're going to love, but I spent a week in a recording booth and I was like, I want to create crazy shit like this. So maybe the haunted estate, I do something like that. I create yeah. a, and it comes in it seasons. It can transition into that. Look exactly. At, we're evolving right now. We're yes. working we'll together as a group. with you guys. Let us know your input in the comments. Yeah. Cause what, and that's the thing. People are going to miss you. Do you want to see stories written by Selena or do you still want the listener stories? Do you want us to take your listener stories, maybe write it into a fiction slash nonfiction? Yeah, don't stop story. sending. Don't stop sending. Don't stop sending oh, can you imagine we just take people's stories and we dramatize them and those are the yeah. seasons? <gasps> yeah. Guys, hold the fuck up. We're going to, don't stop sending your stories. I'm going to, but know that when you send them, I might dramatize the shit out of them and, and turn we'll them into an immersive experience. We tell it, we're going to say like, oh, this is your story, but we have changed slash dramatized it. And I mean, maybe we'll even have to ask for approval of this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Bro. That'd be sick. This is exciting. Okay, we've created something together. Look at this like brain revolution. Yeah. Revolution? Revelation? Revelation. I don't know what I'm doing. Am I all right? You are never all right, but that's what makes things great about us. People are going to miss you because you don't like to be in anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I like to be behind the scenes. He does. Honestly, though, the buttons on the computers. In every story that I was reading through, they were like, Adam was always the first person they mentioned. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. They love him so much. Oh, I'm sure you're just saying that, Taylor. Mm -mm. Trying to jazz me up over mm -mm. there. Yeah, I know what you're doing. So you have to be in more YouTube content and stuff, bro. Yeah, sure. Oh, I'll be in the YouTube video where you guys are in the forest. Like we can video me like setting shit up or something. Oh, by the way. Saying what you guys have to do if I think you're able and making it hard for you. Do you remember the floaty that we bought at Canadian Tire? Yeah. I saw it blown up. <laughs> it's huge. It's the size of a city bus. Is it actually? It's it's it was like, a huge box. It's like thirty it's feet like across. An eight person floaty. You no, know, it's like a it's a it's a, like a, it's a JK island. class of thirty five people. No, I don't know about that. JK class. I wanted to try Maybe. living in my pond until I hit two million subscribers. But luckily, I hit two million <laughs> subscribers. So now we have to hit three. But I'm gonna go Let's live and just live. Taylor and I. Will You're you live on it with me? Mosquito netting. You no. Why not? Because. My job is to get you off of it. 
No. Yeah. Well, yeah. Adam can get us off. Yeah, I can get you guys off. <laughs> if I fall into that pond. Sorry, my mind went somewhere oh else. Oh, my God. I can get you guys off. The pond. The floaty. Yeah, I can yeah. get you yeah, we'll removed be, from the floaty. We'll I got to watch what I say. We'll be so wet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you fucking people. Okay. All right, guys. All right. I think, you know, the way that this started, we need to end it. Want With listener some stories. stories. Some listener stories. Some stories. Hey, hey. You go first, sweetheart. You want me to go first? Yeah. Find a nice thick boy. Give me one, too. Thicky. Thanks, there babes. Taylor, relax over there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Allie J. Story time. When I was six, my mom moved us three kids to Modesto, California. Sorry if I butcher these names. No, I'm not right. American. Modesto. We lived in this really small, weird house on a huge plot of land used for hay fields. This house was weirdly built. Its foundation was lifted almost five feet off the ground because the property would majorly flood every year after they harvested all the hay. All sorts of weird things happened in this house. Chairs being moved up against doorknobs, pictures being thrown across the room. Things going missing like keys or my wallet, only to show up 10 minutes later across the house or outside. I constantly woke up screaming and holding a part of my body that would have me deep, angry. That would have deep, angry looking scratches across my skin. My mom was pretty good about shielding us from all this and dismissing everything. Until one, I feel like a mom should do that, even if it is real. And just like, even if she believes yeah. and wants to investigate it, like just dismiss it for your children. Yeah, just to make them not so scared. Until one summer night, all my cousins come to spend the summer at our house. So there are nine children in this tiny house. One night we piled onto my mom's big king-size bed to watch movies. All of us fell asleep in a big heap. I was at the foot of the bed and to my right was my oldest cousin, Russell. I woke up in the middle of the night around 3.30 a.m. and felt scared. Scared down to my tiny six-year-old soul. I looked across the room, the one at the one window that the room had, which faced our driveway and the big walnut tree we had. Framed in the window that's almost eight feet off the ground was an all-white woman with long, straight hair, deep black eyes, and these weird markings on her forehead. Under her eyes, going down to her chin, was uh, who we see through. I could see the walnut tree through her body, which took up all the space in the window. I stared at her and started to tremble with absolute fright. She looked at me and slowly tilted her head and tried to pull herself into the room. I reached behind me, too afraid to take my eyes off of this terrifying see-through woman and started to hit my cousin, saying, Russ, Russell, Russ, there's a woman trying to get in through the window. As soon as the words were out of my mouth, Russell was up and running out to the front door to catch her, whoever it was, trying to get in the house. I ran to the window, which was open, and looked down at my cousin, who was searching for footprints, or a way that he could have gotten up to the window, that she could have gotten up to the window. But there was nothing. The only footprints that were there that were of my cousin, I asked, did you see her? Yes. I thought it was one of the occult people we scared off last week. We moved out of that house not too long after, but still to this day, neither my cousin Russell or myself can explain what that was or how they could have gotten up to that window, apart from it being a demon. Years later, I asked my mom about that house and this and the see-through woman. She said that the whole time we lived there, there was an occult that would do rituals at, in, or in the driveway of our, of our house. She would get home right before us and see yet another animal sacrifice in the kitchen or on this front step or in my room. 
She would hurry to clean it, and just as she got uh, done, us three kids plus my cousin Russell would walk in the door. She didn't know what to do as a single parent with three kids to take care of. So she asked if the oldest of the cousin Russell could come stay for a while and help keep us safe. He did. He stayed with us until we moved out of that house. Burn it yes. down. Oh, man. Wow. Burn that took a, it was down. a plot twist. That's a yes. dark story. Can you imagine, like, that, living through that? That? That's, that's what I like to call it. People, no, thank you. People, like, honestly, I would invite that woman in the window to my house. The thing that freaks me out over, over, the thing that freaks me out is actual people. That are into oh. like sacrificing and culty stuff, yeah. whether they know what they're doing or not. People like, are way scarier it's than any ghost. So freaky. Oh, yeah, absolutely. What would you do in those situations? You'd invite her in, you'd be like, hey, what No, I, I mean, I'm just comparing. Like, I'd rather have that ghost. But yeah, I mean, she <laughs> could come in and party if she wanted, as long party. as she's cool. It's like she's cool. She's just floating over there with like, it's like a Satan symbol on her forehead. And she's like, and you're like, you want, you want some Mountain Dew? Yeah. <laughs> Mountain Dew and vodka. We're, we're playing. We're playing Super Mario. A pop and Super chip party. <laughs> no, that's an amazing story. It's a pop and chip party. <clears throat> Thank you. Um, our next story here is from Crystal Price. Hey, so I want to tell you about my grandpa who passed away September 1st, 2020. He was, condolences. He was 90 years old and an army veteran. I think it was an army. It may have been Air Force, but I'm like 90% sure it was the army. But anyway. He was in a nursing home for about two years because he had fallen and broken his hip. And every time he would start to heal, he would end up falling again and breaking something else. Ooh, oh, that's terrible. That's I would go and see him as often as I could, but I lived four hours away in Alabama and him and the rest of my family lived in Northeast Tennessee. Papa was legally blind and his hearing was very bad. I asked him one day how his vision worked and he explained that he could see very close up but anything a few feet away was very blurry and only shapes. So I bent down over his bed and got three inches close to his face and his eyes lit up. He was so happy to see what I looked like since he hadn't probably seen much of my face for years. I'm glad that I could make him happy occasionally. He was always depressed due to his eyesight and hearing. Can you imagine that? You can't see, you can't hear, and every time you move, you break a bone. No. That is miserable. Yeah. So sorry. <clears throat> I used to call him every day on my hour and 30 minute drive to work. I called him so often that I actually got on his nerves and he told my aunt to tell me to stop <laughs> calling so much because I was interrupting his naps. He was on dialysis for over 10 years because he only had one working kidney and unfortunately a very rare blood type. So none of the family was able to donate to help him. But he stayed kicking for a long time and made it to his goal of 90 years old. Exactly one week before he died, I called him and the nurse let me talk to him. He was in a bad mood because he had gotten into trouble at the nursing home for kissing a 60-year-old <laughs> lady on her cheek. He said that he'd known her for over 30 years and he was just being friendly. But because of COVID, the nurses got mad about it. He said to me, I'm going to leave this place next week. I said, oh yeah? Where are you going? I thought I would just humor him. Humor. Humor. <laughs> humor him because he was always telling stories and making things up. You have to go crazy to stay sane, right? Haha, <laughs> he said. I don't know where I'm going, but I'm going to go and I might not come back here. I said, all right, Papa. Haha, <laughs> well, I hope you enjoy your vacation. He said, I sure will. Anywhere's better than this place. 
So we talked a few more minutes and then he had to get off the phone. That was a Wednesday, I think. The weekend passed and then Tuesday, September 1st came around. I called my dad on my way home from work because I had a weird, calm, but worried feeling in my stomach. Dad said he had to call me back because he was dealing with something. An hour passed by and he called me back and told me that Papa passed away around 5 a.m. that day. I wasn't shocked. Line cut off. I think it was something about her, what he said. Um, he was so old. I was sad. And I remember Papa telling me he was going on vacation and not coming back. I thought to myself, damn, he sure did. He said, fuck earth. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> Gran Granny passed away this year at 92 years old. And I hope that they're finally together again. Occasionally they come and visit me in my dreams. All right. Some more stories when I can. Love you, spooky boo. That was kind of like first. Awesome. What a fucking life. But the whole song. Yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm out of here, man. Screw this. I can't kiss old ladies anymore. Out. So wait, his grandma. So like he was kissing ladies in the nursing home, but he's got a wife at home. Is he just there to be a player? But he kissed her on the cheek. Yeah, that was sweet. Yeah. So, okay. So question for you. Yeah. The reason I ch chose this one specifically is because I'm wondering, do you think he knew there was something in him that knew his time was coming up? Or do you think he more of wanted to manifest it? No, I, it's weird. I've seen stories like this and heard stories like this before. And there, there's like some people who are dying of cancer and they're like this date in my head, like June 21st, 2023. I just, I know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And it does. And I don't know if like, maybe they said it and their body just like agrees with it. I feel like it's kind of like a collaborative effort of like a whole bunch of things. But like my grandma, when she, when she was sick, she knew she was dying. Like she hadn't even found out what was wrong with her yet, but she was like, this is it. Mm -hmm. I know it. And it was it. Well, like there's a possibility that the veil or like, line between life and the afterlife or life and death it's not a single hard line from one to the other as you're leading up to death if you're spiritually aware or connected enough it's very possible that you start kind of being in that other place where you go after death before you actually specifically die in your meatball. Yeah. Like my grandma, she it's was like she was seeing things. Up. It's like people like old people when they die. Like my grandma, she's like, why are there babies on the floor? My sister was here. Like the veil between the two worlds is so thin that they're living in both of them for a while. Yeah. Cause there's um in um the Tibet not the Tibetan Book of the Dead, but there's another book about Buddhists. It's similar. Um it's explaining the Tibetan Book of the Dead kind of by telling stories and stuff. And there's this monk and they were, it was a long time ago, thousands of thousand years ago, hundreds of years ago, whatever. They were traveling and this one monk, he was really old and he was ready to die. And um, he, they know when they are going to die, when they want to die. So they can die in many different ways. And there's one way they can go on and enlighten themselves and go to the afterlife by taking literally like 20 days to a month to die. They go into this deep meditation and they're just like in this meditation forever. They stop eating, drinking, they just exist and their body like so slowly shuts down. And they were traveling in a caravan and, the, uh, and there was another monk that was older and kind of knew what he was doing. He's like, we don't have time for that right now. Can you please just die normally? Can you just let yourself go? They're so connected to the fabric of this world and whatever they think or know they're going to that they can like predict their deaths and die in these certain ways that they're still here and aware, 
but they're dying so slowly that they can be aware in that other world too and kind of see how their afterlife is starting to unfold. How old do you think you'll be when you die? If you were to pull a number out of the air and focus on it? I would say like maybe late 60s or 70s sometime. What about you? If you like get a number in your head. You want a specific number? 73. 73? I get 54 and 64 in my head. Yeah. Yeah. 82. Yeah. You have longevity in in your family. Yeah. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) My dad has outlived both his parents and he's only 65. I have longevity in my family, but I mean, with my brain injury, who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. I just know like all the women, like my grandmother and all her sisters died of breast cancer before they were 50 or like within 50 to 53. Yeah. Yeah. So. So do you think there's a possibility that People that end up getting, say, in a car accident become what we would call like a vegetable or like like lose a lot of their brain activity and just are basically existing to eat and drink. Do you think it's possible that their soul has gone. already like gone. gone to the other side and yeah. somehow there's this like loophole where you're like your meat vessel can be stuck here? I feel like when that happens, it's almost like they're in a purgatory, like they're not... They still have tied to their body. Like it would take a lot for their so body like tie. They are splitting that veil too. They're yeah. kind of like in both. Yeah, they're maybe around. more so in the other one, viewing everything yeah, from outside. Very aware. Yeah. yeah, I would say. I think that's why like a lot of people have a lot of spiritual experiences when it comes around people who are in vegetative states. Like they, they came to me in my dream. Like they're telling me to take me off. Like Right, <laughs> yeah, because they're like outside of their body. I just feel like... If it is circling machines that are keeping you alive, and I feel like this is a very touchy subject, if you're if, if you're if that body wants to go and like it's only machines keeping them alive, yeah. it's just it's hard. How why if there's no chance, no chance. But again, well, you never know. They never know. They never know because there's always that chance. Like it's there's those odd stories. There's those stories where, where they're they like back, right? they wanted to take my son off, so but how I do you do. not take a chance. Yeah. And it's more. Almost sometimes for the family, right? And, yeah. and giving them time. Buddy, if you were on a machine, I would fucking pay whatever it costs to keep you on those. Right? Just like so a exactly. pet your sweet little face. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll just have right? you in bed and be like, I love you so much. Yeah. Yeah, I, would never, I could never let you go. You want to read another story? <laughs> Taylor's getting creeped out. He's like, are you going to keep Adam's dead body for Amber? I would. I would dig, I'd be like, he needs to be buried on my land. And then I would just um, keep, I'd, I'd dig you up. Aaron James sends us this story. I was sleeping peacefully as I awoken by a strange noise coming from my wardrobe. I opened my eyes and the wardrobe was wide open. It's full to the brim with clothing, so there's no way someone was hiding in there. So I shut the door and went to the kitchen to fill up my water bottle. At this time, it was approximately 2.30 a.m. and it was now Friday the 13th. As I was putting the lid back onto my bottle, the kitchen door slammed and the light turned off. I was startled by this, but it's pretty normal for the doors in my house to close by themselves so i opened the door and went back upstairs to bed i put a show on my phone and i put the subtitles on because it helps me understand it better but the words i was hearing were not the words i was seeing the words i was hearing were perfectly normal for the show i was watching but the words i was seeing were saying come find me come find me over and over i said this so i turned my phone off to lay in the silence until i fell asleep i was asleep for probably not even 10 minutes when i heard another sound I opened my eyes. There was a shadow at the foot of my bed. I blinked, rubbed my eyes. It was still there, but every time I looked away, it was getting closer and closer. 
until I was so confused that I asked it what it wanted. As I spoke, the shadow disappeared, and I only ever see it on Friday the 13th at around 3 a.m. By the way, I'm 17 right now, but this started when I was around 12 years old. Wow. Damn. What do you think Same of that? Day. I think a lot of timelines and days are lining up for this person to become a very good fiction writer. <laughs> <laughs> Christ, Adam. No, it could be very real. I don't know. The Friday the 13th thing, though, in 3 a.m. I mean, I can't deny it. I've seen crazy shit. Those are shit. spiritual numbers. I've seen crazy shit. It could very well be possible. Adam's very logical. <laughs> Taylor just... Boom, whoa. roasted. Boom. No, it was... No, it was, cool. it was a good story and yeah. it is very, very possible. And it's also not possible. All right. This comes from Anonymous. <laughs> See what you think of this one, Adam? <laughs> My mom might be into real right now. Do you want me to reel it back? No, no, no. no. My mom, my brother, and myself are mediums. My dad had seen and felt things, but dismisses it. I'm in the military, in a seagoing service. It was said that every ship is haunted, especially for new boots coming from boot camp. The crew loved to play up the ghost stories. Having experienced quite a bit as a medium, I was curious but very protective of my energy, and I put up boundaries for the majority of the time. At my very first unit, as a new boot, I was assigned to a ship built in the 1960s. There were home ported out in Alaska, but I traveled all around the Pacific. I worked in the engine room, and I would always see a dark figure dart out just behind the bend as I made my way around the engines. The generators and evaporator. One night, around 2 a.m., I was struggling to stay awake while on watch. I was on a round and checking the shafts behind the evap when I distinctively felt two fingers tap-tap on my left shoulder. Though it's loud and we all wear ear protection, I turned and said, yeah, expecting to see another engineer. When I turned around and saw no one, I quickly ran around the EVAP and engine room. No one was there. Given the engine room's configuration, no one could have gotten out of sight that quickly. One, um, sorry, on another night in the wee hours, I saw the same dark figure moving around the corner just out of sight. I decided to give chase and I went around the backside of the number one engine and there was no exit or a place to hide. I came around the corner to see a parallelogram of a pearlescent color flip-flopping as if panicking, looking for a place to hide. He wasn't used to being caught. I couldn't, I couldn't help but laugh and say, you're okay, bud. The parallelogram disappeared. Finally, when I traveled to Hawaii for a training exercise, I was belted to a man and the anchor break of the fossils front of the boat. As we passed Pearl Harbor, all personnel manned the rail and saluted. My body broke out in goosebumps and I felt a tremendous amount of pride and sobering solemnity. Solemnity. In my mind's eye, <laughs> sorry. I saw men rise above the water to just the bridge of their noses and salute back. I also saw that they, who were the men who died that day on December 7th, 1941, took great pride in saluting the younger generations of sailors. They weren't stuck there, though. After saluting, I saw them climb back down in what looked like a baseball dugout into the huge space that looked like a basement game room and bar. They were happy. This made me feel much better for them. I wondered if, given the history of the area, it may all be in my head. But that evening, after we made it out of the port, my mom called, and she said that she suddenly got chills at work and saw us passing Pearl Harbor. She saw the men rise out of the water too, dressed to their noses and salute back. Whoa. 
crazy what like insane times in history can do for like laying energy. Residual energy. Residual energy. Because so much was spent there. Yeah. No, it's crazy. Like how many years is that going to last? Because like. Does it burn out? (laughs) Yeah, it must burn out because like, are we, do you see residual? Well, that's a tough call because like Egyptian times are so long ago. Yeah, people see them. People see residual energies from that far. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Residual like way, way back. Like people see primitive people. Yeah. Like we're talking thousands and thousands of years. I guess too, that's tough to talk about and say because time isn't really a thing. Time's only a thing on earth for us to keep track of how many times the world's spinning around. Yeah. But like on a spiritual and like a, even like a scientific level, sometimes they say like, everything's already happened and it all happens at the same time. Yeah. It's almost like when they talk about going out into space and if you go out far enough and look back at a telescope, it's the medieval times. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah well, that's like light or something. Well, like. Yeah. But that, still, it's so not weird. exactly like that, but yeah, I get what you're Can saying. Can you imagine missing someone and just going out far enough that you could just look back and see them living again? Oh, yeah, it's weird because when you get to different suns and shit like that, like there's different time frames and stuff. So like years go faster in different places. But that's why time's not a Linear. thing. Yeah, it's just really complicated once you leave our solar You're gonna system. You're going to break my brain trying to think about that. Yeah. <laughs> but guys, I think this is it. I'm really curious what you guys think of the things we talked about for the future of the podcast. And I, I really want to, I want to hear and see what you guys think what your opinions are because they mean the most to me. But I think until next time. Welcome. Goodbye. To the haunted estate. Welcome to the haunted estate. Next time we come back. Yes. And for we now, will come back. Yes, we will come back. And for now, this is me signing off. Goodbye. Can you turn the lights off? I want a dramatic effect. Just record. <laughs> well, we'll just watch it all go dark. Oh, there's a lot of lights. Bye, guys. Taylor, you should have used the dimmers. Okay, go, okay, go down with the dimmers. Bye, guys. That wasn't very smooth. I'm trying to have a moment, Adam, and you won't stop. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, here we go. Bye, guys. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.